0: zombies wanted a North Carolina town is staging a zombie apocalypse survival test and a lawsuit claims that a deputy stripped to his underwear and baptized a drug suspect and scientists are saying that aliens may have bugged space rocks in order to spy on earth these are the weird stories for Wednesday this is weird AF news the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian I'm your host Jonesy ta-da yay Weird AF News, where we've got your daily dose of weird. Zombies are wanted. A North Carolina town is staging a zombie apocalypse survival test. This is in Wake Forest, North Carolina. A zombie survival event in North Carolina is in need of volunteers that are willing to chase human beings around who sign up to fight for their life in the staged zombie apocalypse survival test. Wake Forest officials say the idea is to share survival tips with each other. You know, should the dead actually reanimate and start walking around on the earth, the tongue-in-cheek apocalyptic competition is being staged on October 19th, according to a Parks Department release. Oh, Anybody over there near the Wake Forest area? You should volunteer to be a zombie. Why would you want to be a human? Just be a zombie. Way more fun. You get to, well, you know, if you're one of those slow zombies that kind of crawls, like Walking Dead, eh, too slow. That's not going to be fun. But one of those fast zombies, like in 28 Days Later, 28 Weeks Later. What are those movies called? Oh, man, those. Or there was another one, one of the um, Night of the Living Deads or whatever. The one that took place in the mall. Oh, that one is great because the zombies are so fast. Oh, man. When they're really fast, that's when the movie... To me, is more exciting, and of course, if you're going to be a zombie during this uh, zombie apocalypse survival test, you're going to want to be a fast zombie. So, need to do some zombie research before you before uh, <laughs> you get on board with the with the whole zombie thing. Uh, zombies, at least in horror movies, the article says, are flesh eating corpses that rise and walk the earth when there is no more room in hell. That's in case you didn't know what a zombie was. In case you're living under a rock, that's what a zombie was. So as far as the event goes, participating teams in the zombie apocalypse event will have one hour to retrieve items needed to survive a night in a containment zone. Fascinating. Instead of being bitten, the human participants in the survival event will have their life flags stolen by people made to look like they're dead and rotting. Winning teams of four to... Of Two to four players must make it back to a base camp with at least one life flag and their supplies to count as official survivors. In order for the event to be a howling success, zombie volunteers ages 14 and older are needed, officials say. On the day of the event, volunteers will be transformed into the undead by professional face painters. Then they will chase around humans. Zombie volunteers will get some free food. (laughs) Fascinating. Exactly what they'll eat wasn't explained. Ooh, do you think it might be... Brains! Brains! Need brains! This sounds like a blast. Oh, man, if I was a kid... They're allowing 14 and older. Ooh, so fun. All the kids are going to want to be zombies, right? It'd be fun to be a human in this event as well. I'm pretty crafty, and I'm very fast on my feet. I feel like I could go and get some supplies and survive an hour. I'll just climb up a tree. Hell with my friends and family. I'm just, bye guys. I'm sprinting away from you and climbing up a tree with the with all the water. <laughs> I'm kidding. I would never do that. That's a terrible thing to do. I'm a pretty decent leader, I think too. I, I could probably like I don't know. Could probably survive a a zombie invasion for like at least I don't know sixteen hours. I'm guessing. Yeah. And if they're slow, like in Walking Dead, slow. Oh, I could go at least... At least a week. I could run circles around those dudes. Yeah. Anybody in the uh, North Carolina state? You should, uh... Get yourself registered. I don't know what the website is, but just Google that shit. Zombie Apocalypse Survival Test. And, I mean, I can't think of a better way to spend an afternoon. Seriously. We should have survival tests for all sorts of situations. Like, uh... An alien invasion. Um... I don't know, the ocean's rising. Everybody get a surfboard, bro. Time to survive the flooding. A deputy is being accused of stripping to his underwear and baptizing a drug suspect. This is out of Tennessee. A woman is suing Hamilton County and two Hamilton County Sheriff's deputies after she says one of them, during the course of her arrest, stripped to his underwear and baptized her, in Saudi Lake in the northern part of the county so let me get this straight she's saying that one of these deputies stripped to his underwear and baptized her in the lake maybe he's just trying to save your soul honey did you ever think of that I mean he's just trying to make sure that you go to heaven for all the wrong that you've done you know you've you've been arrested for drugs and Why have a deputy just bring you to a jail cell? That's not going to transform your soul. That's not going to allow you to abide beyond the gates of heaven once the afterlife hits you in the face. No. This guy cares about your soul. He cares about you. (laughs) How many others has this deputy baptized (laughs) in his underwear? (laughs) You got to strip down to your underwear. You can't get the old deputy outfit, you know, wet. Obviously, he's got to strip to his underwear can't be walking around the town and driving around in your, your police car smelling like a, a lake. You got to strip down to your underwear. <laughs> this is fabulous. Just knowing that this activity is happening in the world just makes me so happy. <laughs> it's just so outrageous. I can't believe it's not Florida. The deputies named in the lawsuit are Deputy Daniel Wilkie and Deputy Jacob Goforth. Oh, it sounds, those are the names. Jacob Goforth. I'm going to guess that's the guy that stripped to his underwear and tried to baptize a drug dealer. Chandel Marie Riley claims in the lawsuit that the incident happened in the evening. Oh, man, he did it at night. Come to the lake. She was driving alone and pulled into a gas station where Wilkie was. She bought cigarettes and gas. Later, Wilkie pulled her car over in the driveway of a friend's home where her child was staying. Deputy Wilkie told Riley he believed she possessed methamphetamine and ordered her out of the vehicle. The lawsuit says that Wilkie then searched her unlawfully, covering every area of her body. It claims Wilkie then asked her to reach under her shirt and pull out her bra and shake the bra and the shirt. Riley says she asked if a female officer could be present for such a search, to which Wilkie replied, the law did not require it. But we will let you get on your knees to the Virgin Mary after we baptize you in a lake. We will bring the Virgin Mary to the scene for you, honey, to save your soul. Wilkie then asked if she had anything illegal inside her car. She replied that she had a a marijuana roach in a pack of cigarettes and gave that to the officers. They then searched the vehicle and, according to the lawsuit, insulted the plaintiff, calling her a piece of shit, saying that she was lying about not having any other drugs. Although... They found nothing other than the roach. The lawsuit says Wilkie then asked her if she was saved, and if she believed in Jesus Christ. She responded that she believed in Jesus Christ, but that she was not saved by her own choice. Wilkie told Riley that God was talking to him during the vehicle search, and he felt the Lord wanted him to baptize the plaintiff. <laughs> he said he felt the Spirit moving him to baptize the plaintiff as he searched the vehicle. <laughs> I don't know, he saw a rosary dangling from the rear view. He's like, ah, yes. I think the Lord wants me to baptize you. I'm surprised he didn't want to give her an an exorcist, an exorcism. You drug user, you must be exorcised of your drug ways. Wilkie told Riley to get towels inside the home for a baptism and said he would issue her only a criminal citation for marijuana and not take her to jail. She got the towels, and then she followed Wilkie to his car, not not saying where he was taking her. Riley says she was afraid to ignore Wilkie and not do as he commanded, so the two of them arrived at a lake and were joined by Deputy Goforth. The lawsuit says Wilkie told Riley that Goforth was needed as a witness for the baptism to be valid. (laughs) Yeah, my friend here needs to see uh, that you get dunked underwater so that it's real. Simply a boomerang made on Instagram of you getting dunked is not sufficient for the baptism. You need to be validated. The lawsuit says Wilkie stripped down to his boxer shorts, gave Riley the option to remove her clothes, which she declined. It says Wilkie then led her to waste deep cold water, put one hand on her back and the other on her breasts and submerged her underwater for several moments. At this moment, Riley claims that she felt horribly violated. Obviously, he's got his hands on your breasts. He's pushing you underwater in a lake. All because you have a small marijuana roach. And this guy is a crazy person. Wilkie used one towel to dry off and let Riley dry off with the other one. While Goforth smirked at her as she was using the towel, apparently. (laughs) What is going on? I cannot. Like, sheriffs and deputies in Tennessee. Do we got to watch out for these creepos? You know, the part of the story that makes me think he genuinely wanted to baptize her was the fact that he didn't force her to take off her clothes. You know, so I I think this was a genuine effort on his part to save her soul. But how whacked do you got to be to do this? Oh, and how many people in Hamilton County have been baptized by a a deputy, a sheriff or whatever? A traffic cop. (laughs) You run a red light, pull over. Yes, now get out of the car and let's walk to the lake for you have violated... A moving violation. (laughs) You violated a moving violation. And now I must save your soul. I realize I'm only a traffic cop, but I know the direction to the lake. That's for sure. (laughs) Aliens may have bugged space rocks in order to spy on Earth, scientists say. I am questioning whether or not these people are scientists, to be honest with you, from the jump. But this is from NBC News. Maybe it's legit. A new proposal suggests scouring so-called co-orbitals for advanced alien technology used to eavesdrop on our planet. Picture this, the article says. A hundred million years ago, an advanced civilization detects strange signatures of life on a blue-green planet not so far away from their home in the Milky Way. They attempt to send signals, but whatever's marching around on that unknown world isn't responding. So the curious galactic explorers try something different. They send a robotic probe to a small, quiet space rock orbiting near the life-rich blue planet just to keep an eye on things. If a story like this played out at any moment in Earth's four and a half billion year history, it just might have left an archaeological record. At least that's the hope behind a new proposal to check Earth's so-called co-orbitals for signs of advanced alien technology. What are are co-orbitals, Jonesy? Come on, what is with all this science speak? Can we get back into the galactic speak of earlier times? It sounds like you you were a narrator from a... Star Wars episode, episode, movie, co-orbitals, what are they? They're space objects that orbit the sun at about the same distance that the Earth does. They're basically going around the sun at the same rate that the Earth is, and they're very nearby, says a physicist and a researcher who dreamed who dreamed up the idea that aliens might have bugged Earth via these co-orbitals while he was at a conference in Houston last year. If he's right, the co orbitals could be a way to detect alien activity that occurred before humans even evolved, much less turn their attention toward the stars. I'm I'm guessing this guy is uh has lost his job at the university. <laughs> we had to fire Jerry. Why? Ah uh, well I mean he's in the physics department. He was doing fine until the other day he uh he claims that aliens are putting microphones on these space rocks that are orbiting. The Earth to listen to our listen to us when we sing karaoke. He's really lost his mind. I think he's on acid again. <laughs> to be clear, even SETI researchers who like the idea of checking out Earth's co-orbitals acknowledge that it's really a long shot. How likely is it that alien probe would be on one of these co-orbitals? Obviously, extremely unlikely, says another astrobiologist slash physicist. Who was not involved in this paper? That's the other scientist who's crazy wrote. But if it costs very little to go take a look at these things, why not? Even if we don't find extraterrestrials, we might find something of interest. Yeah, I think it's a waste of money to be honest with you, because uh, you're not going to find anything. <laughs> the, the The advanced alien technology you think is what a microphone, a little tiny pin needle camera on a planet. I mean, on a rock that's going around. (laughs) Is that your definition of alien, advanced alien technology? That's a very Earth-centric advanced alien technology, I'd imagine. Uh, An advanced alien technology would be something that we can't even wrap our head around. And if they want to monitor us from even further out, probably could do so easily. Then don't have to put a little tiny GoPro on an asteroid. (laughs) Like, what do you think is going on? These are real scientists, I'm wondering? Wow, they have very small brains. And by the way, the moon would be a better candidate, not some rock near the sun. It's too bright. It's too hot. No, you put it on the moon. The moon's even closer. Go to the sun. The scientist has another quote. Uh, Seeking signs of an intelligent extraterrestrials that are close to the Earth is informative, even if the search comes up empty. That no one's heard or seen any extraterrestrial signals in 50 years or so doesn't really mean much, given the mind-boggling time span of Earth's history. A lack of evidence spanning hundreds, millions, or even billions of years would be much more convincing. If we don't find anything, that means no one has come to look at the life of Earth for over billions of years. That is a big surprise. A stunning thing. Hey, look, I'm not saying people aren't looking at the Earth. I'm just saying if they're doing it with an... They're probably doing it with an advanced technology, if they are, and therefore doing it from afar. This is why I don't subscribe to the whole UFO uh, theory that they're here to, you know, keep an eye on us and to check us out because they're curious. That is that is a bunch of bunk. <laughs> if you are that sophisticated that you can build a craft that's that can then go, you know, across galaxies, then you you know, then you have the technology to look at us. Any which way you want, you have the technology where if you do not want to be detected, you will not be detected. That is for sure. And by the way, if you're checking us out, do you need to show yourself this many times a year? I mean, there's like 5,000 UFO sightings a year or some crazy shit, according to, the, um, according to MUFON. So if you're like checking us out, that's a strange way to do it. <laughs> How many times do you have to peek behind the curtain? Thousands of times a year? just strange uh that's why i'm not saying nothing is happening something is happening but i'm going to tell you right now it's way more weird than you think it is and that everyone else thinks it is for sure call weird af news if you want to spout a little something about this i know i got some fans out there of the whole alien ufo stuff so yeah 646-450-2012 or just drop me an email, funnyjones at gmail.com. Do not send me articles of UFOs and sightings and all that. I can't stand that stuff. I've been, I got a lot of those before. No. No! <laughs> hey, guys. It's Jonesy, and I want to thank you for taking the time to listen to Weird AF News. I hope I brought some joy to your life. Maybe a laugh. Maybe you something. Maybe you're in the mood to attend a zombie apocalypse survival weekend. And, uh, yeah. So, glad to bring that to your attention. I want to read some amazing reviews that I got. Uh, this is from Jay Brad. Uh, a waste of time and a waste of hearing. When this comes on my flash briefing, I stop Alexa every time. Oh boy, Jay hates it. <laughs> he stops it every time you stop it. You don't even let me, you don't even, you don't even listen to the singing, Jay Brad. Jay Brad. <laughs> the singing can be good at least. Uh, this one is from Natalia R. Uh Garbage. The content problem is it goes on and on and on. He has to call himself a comedian, then laughs at his own jokes in this stifled, stressed out way. And the inclusion of a sexy girl's voice saying how great he is is just pompous. The show is all about Jonesy, not stimulating. It's irritating AF. I'm ditching. I'm ditching. The title of that one is Steer Off. S-T-E-E-R Off. Steer Off. I'm going to guess she's from like the UK or something. No one says steer off. What is that? What is that all about? Someone wrote anonymously, the best, five stars, so funny, and it's a great change up from the boring regular news. Thank you, anonymous person who wrote the best. I like all my reviews, though, because even the bad ones are really funny. Um, It's funny that you would take the time to really write a uh, a very lengthy paragraph on why you don't like it. I guess we live in a a world like that, right? Fabulous, fabulous. It's good, though. It gives me content. Uh, throwing stones too. I mean, it's, isn't that fun? That's a fun thing to do, right? Someone who's doing something for free, you gotta throw, <laughs> you gotta throw a stone at them. How dare you try to do something for free, sir? If you're gonna do something for free, it better be the best thing my ears have ever heard. What's wrong with you? Ooh, my bad. <laughs> Fabulous, baby. You can write a review at the places that you write reviews at, which I'm not really sure where those places are. I suppose on every one of your podcast players, you yeah, so have Stitcher, iTunes, uh, can you write one on Google yet? I don't think they allow that. Uh, that one, those were on Amazon. So my rating on Amazon not so good. So if you guys like this, go on Amazon and leave a good one. That would help me out. Uh, or or don't. Or just listen and go about your day. <laughs> That's totally fine as well. Oh my God, I'm laughing at my own stuff. That's a terrible thing to do. How pompous of me. Pompous. Who uses this word? What is this? 1912. What do you? <laughs> You hang out with John Steinbeck? I don't understand this. Hey, guys, follow me on all the other stuff. Uh, on Instagram, at Funny Jones. On Twitter, at Funny Jones. On Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I left the email and the phone number earlier in a bit. And uh, check out the Patreon, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weirdafnews. I'll be uh, visiting a very weird American landmark today, and I'm going to be making a video of that and posting it on the uh, the Patreon. So check that out. There's also some bonus episodes on there and the like. Um, So, yeah. And thanks again for listening to Weird AF News. Please tell a friend. Appreciate you.